morning and welcome to another edition of Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bevel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is good to be with you as we are here now on day number 54, and that means we're looking at Genesis chapter 35. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word and for the gift and blessing it is to be able to spend time in your word each day. We pray that you would write your word on our hearts and that you would grow us in our knowledge of you and our love for you and our love for others in your name. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 35. God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. Make an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your garments. Then let us arise and go up to Bethel, so that I may make an altar there to the God who answers me in the day of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods that they had, and the rings that were in their ears. Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree that was near Shechem. And as they journeyed, a terror from God fell upon the cities that were around them, so that they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. And Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And there he built an altar, and called the name of the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. And Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried under an oak below Bethel, so he called its name Alan Bakuth. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Paddan Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come from your own body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac I will give to you and I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering and poured oil on it. So Jacob called the name of the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel. Then they journeyed from Bethel. When they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel went into labor, and she had hard labor. And when her labor was at its hardest, the midwife said to her, Do not fear, for you have another son. And as her soul was departing, for she was dying, she called his name Ben-Oni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died, and she was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar over her tomb. It is the pillar of Rachel's tomb, which is there to this day. Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder. While Israel lived in that land, Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, 
his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's servant, Dan, and Naphtali, the sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, Gad, and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Paddan Aram. And Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre, or Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had, had sojourned. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years, and Isaac breathed his last, and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of days. And his sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. So we're continuing to see the Lord pursuing Jacob and drawing his heart to himself. And we come now to the end of Isaac's life and the burial of Isaac by his two sons, Jacob and Esau, which is almost mentioned as an aside. And we're going to get into the generations of Esau tomorrow as we look at Genesis 36. But, you know, the change in Jacob has been gradual. It's taken years. But it's been profound. There was, of course, that uh, decisive night when he wrestled with God all night and God touched him on the hip and changed his name from Jacob to Israel. But Jacob needs reminders. Jacob forgets things. Jacob needs to be called back to the things that God has shown him and the things that God has taught him. Boy, doesn't that sound like us? <laughs> I mean, these characters in the Bible, they really are kind of hard-headed and uh, slow to learn and need a lot of reminders. And just when you think how frustrating, you realize, wait a minute, I'm really not that much different. There are foreign gods in the camp, in the household, in the family of Israel. Idolatry continues to plague God's people even to this day. I was almost going to say, idolatry would continue to plague God's people throughout the rest of the Old Testament. But the truth is, even as I was saying that, I realized idolatry continues to plague God's people even to this day. There are foreign gods within the church of Jesus Christ. You see, this is the church, the camp of Jacob, the family of Israel. This is the church in its primitive form here in Genesis. And there's idolatry within the camp. There's idolatry among God's people. But Jacob says, put those foreign gods away. Put the idols away. We are going to go and worship God. And so he goes back to where God has revealed himself to Jacob, back to that place where he saw that beautiful vision of Christ, the ladder that stretches from heaven to earth on which the angels ascend and descend. And we know that's a vision of Christ because Jesus references it at the end of John chapter 1 as being the Son of Man. But we see him put away his idols, and then we see God put a terror from him on all the cities that are around him. Remember, one of Jacob's major issues is the fear of man. He, he lives in fear of man. He doesn't trust God always. He, he, he didn't handle the situation with Dinah very well, as we saw uh, in our last chapter, Genesis 34. And 
here God puts a terror of of Jacob on the cities that surround them and so they're able to make their way through I mean they're not an army they're a very large and very wealthy nomadic family they would be ripe pickings for any sort of organized military band that wanted to come in and raid them but God protects them and God blesses them and they go to Bethel and they worship and he calls that place El Bethel the God of the house of God so Bethel means the house of God and El means God so the God of the house of God uh, is, is just this idea that God met me here once and now God's meeting me here again I think that's behind the repetition of that name and you got a couple of deaths here a series of deaths first you have Deborah who was Rebecca's nurse died and she gets buried under the oak just below Bethel and then Rachel dies uh, and this is a very touching scene Rachel actually dies uh, some small distance from Ephrath and if Ephrath sounds a little familiar to you it should Bethlehem Ephrathah you who are too small to be counted among the tribes of Judah this is the city that would later be known as Bethlehem where David would be born and then later when Jesus would be born and this is where Rachel dies she dies just outside of Bethlehem Ephrath it was known as Ephrath or Ephrathah and then it became known as Bethlehem Ephrathah and this is where Rachel dies and as Rachel's dying she's giving birth to a son she's dying and she calls his name Ben-Oni which means son of my sorrow because she's dying but um, Jacob renames his youngest son Benjamin which means son of my right hand which gives him a place of honor even though he's the youngest the last the least he's given this place of honor because he is the the, the second son the last son of of the wife whom Jacob really loved and then we get an account of sin in the family we continue to see that Jacob's decisions made in fear made in compromise with worldliness to, to take multiple wives and concubines leads to sin within his family uh, Reuben lays with Bilhah his, his father's concubine and uh, this is later gonna you know cause Jacob to curse Reuben and to take away the place of the firstborn from him because he's committed this great uh, sexual sin but the so you see this this continuing theme of sin that has real consequences for God's people but also God's relentless grace that continues to bless his people and then Isaac comes to the end of his life 180 years can you believe that 180 years old and full of days and he is buried by his two sons who are able to come together and make peace with one another uh, to bury their father together being brought together uh, by this death and, and being willing to live at peace with each other uh, for this time so we see that God's people continue to have needs and to continue to struggle with doubt and to continue to struggle with idolatry but God's relentless grace is faithful to continue to bless them and keep them even in times of sorrow even in times of pain because ultimately God's grace perseveres and is stronger than our sin and our sorrow and I think that's the lesson that we should draw from Genesis 35 today let's pray father thank you for that persevering grace that preserving grace that 
determinedness to bless us and to teach us and to draw our hearts back to you again and again. Despite our own sin, despite our sorrow, Father, you remain good and strong throughout it all. So, Father, continue to bless us and keep us as we continue to walk in your word. Lead us today by your spirit. Help us to see Christ. Help us to be reminded of what you've taught us to be true about yourself. Help us to cling to your grace in the midst of anything that we are enduring, whether that's idolatry we're struggling with or sin or doubt or fear or sorrow that we're called to endure. May we be kept by your grace and for your glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, we're going to move on. Tomorrow is day 55, and we will be continuing in Genesis, Genesis chapter 36. Hope you can join us for that. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.